Hello, my name's Dougie, and you are listening to the Made in Scotland 80s podcast. Enjoy. Well, folks, thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, this episode, we're going to go into an album review, and I've tried to mix it up a wee bit. So the album we're going to go with is The Blue Nile, A Walk Across the Rooftops, which is a classic album. Um, and what I've done is I've, I've went with the track listing of the seven songs, and I've tried to mix it up a bit, and I've about 70-75% of the tracks are live recordings taken from different uh, venues, different gigs across uh, the internet that I've found and kind of just patched it all together. We've got some inserts of Paul and some other uh, guys from the Melody Maker and DJs and stuff like that. So I hope you enjoy it. This format is going to be a, try and review classic albums as we go as, as well as having interviews with artists as well um so kick it off straight up with paul so this is paul talking about how the blue nile came about thanks very much for listening yet again um spread the word and i hope you enjoy it cheers thank you the first single that we made was going to to be pressed and we, we didn't have a name we didn't really think of ourselves as a group so we, we didn't have a name so i remember there was a lot of frantic scurrying around thinking the record company were on the phone saying we have to print the labels today what's the name of the band so I think we probably just, you know, we were all kind of calling each other from pay phones and the Blue Nile was what we ended up with
They're one of those groups that you, you don't like, you love, you know, you, you either you haven't heard of them, but if, you, if you're into them, you don't just say, oh, they're pretty good. You know, anyone who's into Blue Nile will go, oh, and, you know, sharp intake of breath. A walk across the rooftops was to introduce the basic idea of the record. That was the beginning of it.
and I would sit in the kitchen at night and look out in the window. It was just the way this, the varying heights of the buildings were that made it possible for me just to see across the roofs. The next track, obviously, is Tinseltown in the Rain. Uh, back to Paul, gives us a, a bit of info on Tinseltown in the Rain. What happened with that was that individual DJs would would play it, but I think there was there was some sort of maybe I don't know, you know, general feeling that it wasn't quite suitable for for daytime radio. But lots of individual DJ, DJs championed this, and which was great, obviously, and and that was really I think what what got the album out. There. You 
Thank you very much, the Blue Nile. Thank you, gentlemen. But I do know people who regard the Blue Nile as their favourite act of all, of absolutely everybody. Uh, which is, you know, which is no mean achievement, really, to have some people feeling that way, really.
is a more straightforwardly romantic song. I think maybe at the same point, you know, the protagonist is reflecting on something he's lost within himself, something simple that he's lost within himself. And he's, you know, he's, that's, that's the grounds for his appeal. <laughs> I'd like, like to play one of our big hits now. <laughs> we don't have one, <clears throat> so... We'll just play this.
anything you do, if it resonates with, with someone else, then you're pleased. You're not saying to them, well, you know, I imagined something slightly different when I meant it. And I think that that was part of what, certainly in the lyrics, we were looking for and we were trying to think about it. You know, it wasn't, the song wasn't to be about me and the vocals weren't to be about me. So maybe Robert or PJ would say, very rarely, I may add, if I was doing some singing, they might say, you know, it sounds too much like singing, or, or you've sung it too well. That's what they would say very rarely. Oft, more often they would say, you didn't sing that very well. No, you were trying to find a voice that that just connected straight to people without you coming into their mental picture. Across the morning air 
Singer-songwriter Paul Buchanan is universally considered by the rock press to be one of contemporary music's greatest treasures, but he is also one of its best-kept secrets. This is not helped by the fact that his band, the Blue Nile, only release a record every six years, if we're lucky. Uh, typically, people are fanatically fanatical about the Blue Nile, or they've never heard of them. But once you've heard of them, you'll never forget them, because Paul has a voice that can break your heart and then heal it in the space of a song.
walk across the rooftops. All of them, in fact, but the first one got quite rapturous reviews. I mean, it, it is still considered to be a landmark record, and there are a lot of people. I mean, Phil Collins based his sound in the 80s. I know, because his engineer admitted it on that record. Um, now, that sets the bar very high. Does that put huge amounts of pressure on you to think, oh, oh God, how do we follow this up? And is that part of no, why be, it takes I'll a lot? I'll be writing to Phil <laughs> asking him for some, some, some of the royalties. Um, no, I, you know, it's a compliment, really. I think we take it as a compliment, and these things weren't our concern. And I think we wanted to make music that was believable to people who had real lives. And I think you have to earn the right to speak to people like that. So I'm quite happy to be kind of out of the limelight. But when the critics are so extravagantly um, praiseworthy of you, and I mean, not just one record, and, and a lot of bands can have, you know, one, two or three records in a row where they're, you know, mm -hmm. they're the darlings. But you've had four, and you've, you've had them over 20-odd years. I'm just waiting for the axe to fall, <laughs> <them out. laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just, it's only a question of time. Right. Well, um, I, I doubt very much that that's going to happen because I, 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 from what I gather, the quality control that goes into it is quite extraordinary and it's very evident on the record.
People see the, the Blue Nile thing as simply a frame for the extraordinary. I think if there's any justice, they will be remembered, you know, as long as, as music is remembered, as long as, um, I was going to say rock music, but it, again, you know, it doesn't it's not rock music, it's not pop music, it's, it's simply the Blue Nile, and the Blue Nile are unique and wonderful. I wouldn't dare try and second guess where Paul Buchanan's going to go next. I, I, I just live with the anticipation, as indeed I think all Blue Nile fans do, of you know, where are these guys going to take us this time? And uh, I'm sure it'll be worth it. I mean, we're having our usual wait, but then that, you know, that's part of being a Blue Nile fan. Well, folks, that's where we're going to have to end this episode of the Made in Scotland 80s podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I did. We're making it. It's one of those albums. Blue Nile are one of those bands that they only come along once in a lifetime. And thank you to the three guys for giving us all the music, giving us all the memories. Um, stunning work. There's, uh, I, I can't really describe it anymore, but um, I'm going to keep this vein of albums and trying to mix it up. I'll keep that going uh, and we'll move into other albums and probably color, cover more of the Blue Nile as we go as well, without a doubt. So I'll sign off. Join me for the next one and I'll leave you uh, with final words coming from the main man himself. Thanks very much for listening um, and catch up with you on the next one. This, that window there, there's a little room in there, a little rectangular room, and that was really where the band came from. Where we, as I said, we used to have to stand in a line to practice because it wasn't wide enough. It was good, we were happy. The door was red. I haven't been here so long. It's quite, quite emotional. It's funny coming back. Yeah, all the feelings, you know, the standing out here talking to your girlfriend. Yeah, we rehearsed the first album. Yeah, I don't think I... Yeah, I'd rather remember the way it was. Untidy. Yeah. <laughs> Funny coming back. Ghosts of yourself, you know. Tinsel, tennis and the ring. 
Here 